global business news 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio. This is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Folks from World Parkinson's Coalition ringing the closing bell. Biggest drop for stocks in three weeks as Apple led an afternoon sell-off in technology shares, overshadowing corporate deals and strong results from Facebook. Facebook up today by 7.2%. Apple lower by 3.1%. Jeff Morris is head of U.S. equities at Standard Life Investments. He was our guest minutes ago right here on Taking Stock. When you think about how we came out of the financial crisis, there was ample despair. You know, valuations were lower. And now the market has moved up has escalated for some time and now seems to be just chopping sideways, trying to digest this environment of slow growth and relatively high valuation. So it's really a time, I think, that um, and someone has to be more focused in how they think about the market. And today, the S&P 500 index fell 19 points, down 9 tenths of 1%. Dow Industrials down 207 points, a drop of 1.2%. NASDAQ down 57, a drop there of 1.2%. Gold advancing 19.10 the ounce to 1269.50, a gain of 1.5%. Crude up 7 tenths of 1%, 45.65 a barrel. Abbott Labs buying heart device makers St. Jude Medical for 25 billion dollars. Sasha Damuni covers healthcare for Bloomberg News. She was interviewed right here on Taking Stock. It's a good time for Abbott to come in for this acquisition. St. Jude, I've been covering healthcare for 13, 14 years. St. Jude has been a perennial target every single year to the point where you think, you know what? This company's never going to be acquired. So they get acquired. Uh, the valuation, if you, if you look at where they're trading at right now, around 79 per share, the valuation is in line to what it was in July last Last year. And St. Jude up today by 25.6%. Amgen, top first quarter profit estimates, also boosting its 2016 forecast. S&P down 19, a drop of 9 tenths of 1%. 402 on Wall Street. Now a look at other news from around the world on Bloomberg Radio. Charlie, thank you. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. The United Nations Security Council is condemning Wednesday's deadly airstrike at a Syrian hospital run by Doctors Without Borders. More than 20 people were killed in the latest attack on a hospital in the country. Opposition activists blame the government of Syrian President Bashar al-Assad for the renewed violence. Senator Ted Cruz at a rally in Fort Wayne, Indiana today praised his new vice presidential pick, Carly Fiorina. Carly has spent her whole life shattering glass ceilings. And in naming a vice presidential nominee, that may well be the most solemn and serious decision any presidential candidate has. Donald Trump says the Republican presidential race is over if he wins in Indiana next week, but he's still railing against what he calls the crooked way the party picks its nominee. Speaking in Evansville, Indiana today, Mr. Trump claimed that Ted Cruz was unfairly winning delegates. House Speaker Paul Ryan is inviting Indian Prime Minister Narendra Mothi to speak at a joint meeting of Congress this summer. Uh, this address presents a special opportunity for us to deepen our ties with our, with our ally, India. Uh, it is a chance to hear from the Prime Minister on how we can work together to promote our shared values and to increase prosperity. Duke Ellington suits, piano, and other belongings are heading for auction. Auction House Guernsey says about 250 items will be offered May 18th at the National Jazz Museum in Harlem. Ellington's iconic white baby grand piano could bring as much as $1 million. Global News 24 hours a day, powered by our 2,400 journalists in more than 150 news bureaus around the world. 
From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Mark Crumpton. Charlie? And we thank you. And again, recapping a move lower for stocks today, S&P down 19, a drop of nine-tenths of 1%. Seconds ago, we did hear from Amazon.com uh, reporting earnings per share of $1.07. Estimates there, 57 cents. Net sales, $29.1 billion. Estimates, $28 billion. Right now, looking at Amazon shares, 667 in the extended session. They finished the regular session. New York trading at 602. So certainly a stock and a story we're watching after hours. I'm Charlie Peloton. That's a Bloomberg Business Flash. Move around. Motion creates emotion. I feel the earth move under my feet. You move like they do. I've never seen anyone move that fast. All right, people, let's move like we've got a purpose. Something's called movers and shakers. They cost a little more, but that name cracked me up. Bloomberg Taking Stock, Movers and Shakers, with Pim Fox and Kathleen Hayes on Bloomberg Radio. Well, Charlie Pellet just reporting on those Amazon results. Wow. The first quarter earnings per share at a hundred, excuse me, a dollar seven cents versus an estimated 57 cents reminds me of Facebook, uh, just blowing off the door with its EPS yesterday, uh, on the second quarter net sales. Uh, they were, a bit higher, uh, the net sales coming in. But it's a second quarter outlook where they're uh, expecting 28.8 to $30 billion in change versus the 29.1 billion, uh, $29.1 billion reported in the first quarter that we're going to be looking at uh, shortly. Just want to break down the S&P 500 today. Uh, we've got 99 gainers, 402 losers, four unchanged. Dave Wilson, our stocks editor, is here. And we've got, of course, Pim Fox and me, Kathleen Hayes. Paul Sweeney, who's the director of research at Bloomberg Intelligence, follows Amazon very closely. Paul, we want you to jump in and give us your first blush analysis of these results. Yeah, well, the market certainly likes these numbers. The you know, stock's up about uh, 9 or 10%. Uh here in the aftermarket. So just a, a real blowout in quarter in terms of uh, revenue and EPS relative to consensus estimates. And uh, I think even more more importantly, the company's guidance for, for revenue for the uh, second quarter uh, is better than expected as well. So, you know what? Amazon investors have always been, uh, you know, accustomed to extremely strong 20% top line growth, but now the company is actually starting to uh, deliver some profits, which is something that uh, Amazon investors really haven't had much of in, in, in the past. Let me just add a little bit having to do with Amazon Web Services, one of the most, uh, well, one of the strongest growing businesses uh, that Amazon has. Uh, about 10% of their business, but uh, Amazon Web Services uh, reporting that they did $2.57 billion dollars in business that's compared to 2.53 billion that was estimated by analysts so beating analyst estimates there and also the company says that customers bought twice as many fire tablets as a year ago so uh customers buying more and people using the Amazon web services even more shares of Amazon are up 12 and a half percent uh in after hours trading Dave Wilson well, you know, you can't just look at the web services business, which is really the growth engine of Amazon, uh, you know, with, without sort of looking at the year or to year comparisons. We're talking about sales up by a billion dollars, 64%, operating income more than tripling. I mean, do we really need to focus more on this side of the business, the whole cloud computing business to understand what's going on at Amazon these days? 
that's a question to you, Paul Sweeney. Yeah, I think so. You know, one of the things about the cloud business for, you know, all the tech tech companies, it's obviously um, extraordinary growth story within tech overall. But what's I think Amazon investors like about this business, in addition to that huge 60% uh, revenue growth, is the fact that it's actually profitable um, and, uh, you know, very strong profit margins there, which, again, uh, is something uh, profits that Amazon investors really haven't seen too much in the life of, of the company. So it's certainly, you know, Amazon is certainly got a leading position in that marketplace, but uh, as our tech research has shown over the last couple of years, it's an incredibly competitive marketplace, lots of big players, lots of price com- uh, competition, um, but AWS is clearly a leader there, and again, it's a profitable business for Amazon. One of the la- best performing stocks last year, that's Amazon, nearly doubling its market value in 2015. What are we waiting to hear on the call from Jeff Bezos? You know, I think it's. Uh, we're, I think we're waiting to see a little bit about how they're thinking about the overall uh, expense and investment um, in terms of operating expenses and capital expenses in the core business. Again, there's always a, a question there of are they going to re-ratchet up uh, expense growth uh, and, and at the expense of uh, near-term profits. So I think people want to get a sense of what is their outlook for expense growth going forward because we know the top line is very strong. And then number two is, again, on, on the cloud business, you know, how sustainable is this type of growth and this type of profitability because uh, investors are certainly getting used to seeing these kind of numbers out of the cloud business. Just to, to recap, Amazon.com reporting first quarter earnings per share of $1.07 versus analyst estimates of $0.57. Cents. The company also reporting net sales of $29.1 billion versus estimates of $28 billion that was provided by analysts. Once again, shares of Amazon right now are up about 12% in after-hours trading. I want to thank you very much, Paul Sweeney, joining us from Bloomberg Intelligence. All right, now it's time for the Volatility Index Report. It is brought to you by CBOE VIX Options and Futures. Volatility can be harnessed with CBOE VIX Options and Futures. See disclosures. Learn more at cboe.com slash powerful outcomes VIX. The VIX moved higher today, up more than 10%, up 1.38, settling at 15.15. Now, taking a look at the VIX, it's important to note that many people have been piling money into ETFs connected to the VIX, and that typically in the past has been a sign of a potential market downturn. All right, Dave, you're up. Uh, hi, uh, my name is Dave. Wilson, where are you? Wilson! Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? We're going for a price on Wilson. Open up the door, it's Dave! Who? Carbo Ceramics, Dave, how come they've gotten left behind? Well, that's really the question. You think about what's going on with energy stocks, the way the price of oil has rebounded in the last two and a half months. Carbo Ceramics has been certainly left out of the recovery. Now, this is a company that provides what's called a ceramic propant used by oil and natural gas producers to prop open wells in shale fields after fracking. Carbo Ceramics listed under the ticker CRR. They really track the two energy booms and busts that uh, have taken place since 2009. That said, it came out with first quarter results today that show just how badly its business has suffered. For the fifth straight quarter, Carbo Ceramics posted a loss and saw revenue fall more than 50%. Now, Chief Executive Gary Kolstad said in a statement that Carbo Ceramics may need to tap new sources of financing. He added that the company may try to generate revenue from its technology and plans more cuts in pay. But that altogether, shares of Carbo Ceramics fell as much as 21% today, traded at a record low, and closed with a loss of 13%.
Dave Wilson, thank you very much. Bloomberg Stocks Commist. Follow him on Twitter at the one Dave. Send him an email at dwilson at bloomberg.net. Sign up for his free daily email newsletter. You're listening to Taking Stock on Bloomberg Radio. Bloomberg Taking Stock is brought to you by Fordham University. The Cabelli School of Business Executive MBA, top rank with a renowned professional network. Classes in Columbus Circle or Westchester. Learn more at fordham.edu slash EMBA.